Diarrhea. Cha cha cha. Diarrhea. Hello. <laughs> wow. I'm ready. A TikTok. When it's time to party, we will party hard. Welcome to the Bolton Boys Gamble Their Rent Away, uh, part part D, because I have diarrhea. <laughs> okay, part D. <laughs> we'll just say it's part D. <laughs> um, this week, I think we're just going to do a... Uh, Sorry. You okay? Yep. Is everything all right? Yep. Do you need any help? Uh, no. Okay. Just diarrhea medication. Uh, uh, I think we're only doing the playoffs... You're, you and uh, the Elephants playoff bet. NFL, NFL playoffs. Why don't, why don't we discuss the, uh, before we call them, what are your thoughts on what's going to happen in the college football championship game? LSU is going to fuck them up. That was a fucking dominating performance. Like Seven touchdown passes in the first half. He, He's going to win. He broke the LSU record in the first half, and then he came out and ran for one just for fun, basically. Mm-hmm. Just because he's like, eh, I'm going to run for a touchdown. What team was he on before LSU? Excuse my full mouth. Ohio State. Were they retarded? Right? Wasn't he, well, he sat behind... Uh, was it Ohio State? Who's their quarterback? Uh, Haskins. He lost to Haskins in like the camp duel. So No, that's somebody different. Well, it was him, and he lost to someone the year before that, I thought. Hold on. I'll look it up. I mean, either way, he didn't play that well at LSU last year. So it's not like, you know, he, what, what did McShay, McShay had him as either like a seventh round or undrafted quarterback prospect coming into this year. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, they're usually not that far off to have a guy. They've been that far off in the other direction where they're like, this guy's the number one overall pick. And then Correct. he's the worst person, worst quarterback out there. True. But usually they at least see a talented guy and know that he's talented. Burrow, Burrow was undrafted, undraftable more or less. Or they said, well. He'll be a, a seventh-round pick, probably. And now he's going to be number one overall. Pretty much because they changed their coordinator, and then he just got hot. Yeah. Um, he's older than Lamar Jackson is, by the way, which helps, I'm sure, a little bit. Interesting. How is that possible? The redshirt a year. Redshirted four, four, four full years, so he's five years, a fifth-year senior. So he spent two years behind JT Barrett, who was fucking incredible in college. Mm. Uh and then lost out to Haskins, so he transferred. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's not like he, you know, he did the right thing, but he, he was behind, uh, you know, the number two pick basically this year, and Barrett, who was fucking incredible. There's going to be a lot of good guys coming out this year. And the Giants are going to get none of them. No, I think we trade up to get Chase Young. Who's at two? Skins. Yeah, they're going to take him. Well, they're not going to trade out to let him terrorize Haskins in their own division for the next 10 years. Mm, valid argument. <laughs> but, I mean, they, they won. Somehow we have to convince them that it's going to a different team and then trade that team. Like, set up a trade with the team. Oh, strategy. Yeah. Like, be like, give them your 16th and like a 17th trap. pick. It's a trap! And then we'll give you these two picks once you get that player from yeah. them. But you have to get Chase Young. <laughs> that would be pretty insane. The Redskins would, like, scream collusion. 
And, no, no, they were, and everyone would be like, you're racist. Nobody cares what you think. Well, no one would ever trade with that, that team again, probably. The team that Washington traded to. No. They'd be pissed. They'd be like, fuck, how did he figure that one out? That's a smart one. Yeah. They'd be, they would be, they'd be like on the kibosh. All right. Should we, uh, should we call? Yeah. Let's call the elephant. All right. So LSU in a landslide, basically. I, yeah. I don't, I don't see how it could be anything different. You never know with Clemson. Yeah, I mean, they are really good. They haven't lost a game in like three years. Hello, guys. The time is now for them to Oh, and joining us from OutLeadsFootball.com, our lead sponsor, our guest picker, third wheel of the tripod, Stu. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm the front wheel. You guys are the two back wheels. Wow. Well, wow. considering as I can't ride a regular bike, I am okay with being the training wheel. Oh, fantastic. Well, yeah. Uh, happy 2020, boys. Happy New Year, Stu. Happy New Year, Stu. I have diarrhea. <laughs> oh, I have everything. I am very hungover right now. So to remind the listeners at home, we will be doing a uh, infinite dignity, billion snatch, loser buys a trophy for the other person, pick em tournament with the spreads, one point in the first round and second round, two points for the conference championship, three points for the Super Bowls. Man, I love cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Continue. So <laughs> why don't we debut the first game? Bones, do you want to announce who we each picked? I don't know if you have. I do. I have them both. So I we do. we gave, you're like, uh, what's the what's the company? Ernst & Young does like the NBA draft. They they do the, the ping pong balls and then hold them in a secure location. Mm-hmm. That's what Bones has done today. He's held them in a secure location. Yep. Right in my balls. Uh, Three feet away from me <laughs> on his face. Yeah, no one's touching those. All right. Um, who wants their, their pick announced first? I'll, I'll, I'll brave it. Go ahead. I'll be okay. first. Um, game one, which is Buffalo Houston. Houston. Buffalo plus yeah. two and yes. a half Buffalo, at Houston. Houston. Uh, Chris will be taking Buffalo plus two and a half. Yes. And then we're going to go two for Stu here. Stu in that game. We'll be taking Buffalo plus two and a half. Oh, we agree? Uh, I thought you were going to take Houston there. I thought I had you there. I have an insatiable love for Josh Allen. As expected in the next game, which is New England versus Tennessee, uh, or Tennessee and New England. Uh, New England minus four and a half for the elephant. And for Chris... Also, New England minus four and a half. So (laughs) well, Stu, we can go over each game after. But for this one, I even what's the tiebreaker? Even if I didn't think Tennessee was like, even if I thought Tennessee would cover, I knew I couldn't pick against Bill Belichick. So, okay. Uh, So what's the tiebreaker? Because the the next two picks. Are the same? Or everything's the same. Oh. You guys picked the same. Oh <laughs> so we both, we <laughs> both took New Orleans minus eight. I didn't notice that until right now. And yep. we both Min- took Philly plus two. Yes. Damn. Well, that's good. Well, we, right. we're going to tie the first round no matter what. It's going to sounds like you guys will have to pass. If you tie, by the way, the dignities all go to me. <laughs> and the trophy <laughs> goes to you somehow. And the trophy also goes to me. All right. So if we ever get to the championship, we're tied. We have to collude against Bones. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to pick opposite. All right. I mean, we could go through each yeah. game if you want to uh, for a few minutes. Yeah. Tennessee's going to win. So I think you're both wrong. 
All right, so I take let's, Tennessee let's start money with that line. line. So Tennessee money line. Bones is a big Derrick Henry guy. That's uh, no, 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 no. I'm not a big <laughs> Derrick Henry guy. I hate Derrick Henry. I'm a big Derrick Henry guy. Yeah, everyone, everyone but, seems to be these days. I mean, yeah. little do they forget. A couple fumbles. So he's a couple fumbles away from not playing for a while. That's true. Uh, mm. How about we start with the one that I had the most trouble with, which was New Orleans, yeah. Minnesota. I think Ooh. it was a high line. It's a lot. And I think I'm just overreacting because I saw how bad Minnesota was Without. against Green Bay. Like, they got yeah. fucking eviscerated. I mean, that offense mm-hmm. could do nothing. So is that why we both freaked out, or you just think New Orleans is that good? I think New Orleans is that good. I honestly think they still have a pretty good shot at the Super Bowl. I think that they are probably the team – maybe outside of San Francisco and the NFC that's peaking at the right time. Everybody else kind of limped in. I think there is something to be said for Minnesota's talent, but I also think just New Orleans matches up really well with them. Minnesota's offensive line has been playing terrible. New Orleans' defensive line is great. Alvin Kamara has a little bit of juice back. Michael Thomas is playing out of his mind. So I, I didn't have a lot of trouble with that. I kind of, that was my anchor pick. I was always going New Orleans minus eight. Is Dalvin back? Uh, he's scheduled to play, but kind of uh, the talk is that it's not really an injury that is healed at this point. It's just not going to get any worse. So he's playing, but maybe not at full strength. Interesting. Yeah. Is it AIDS? He has. <laughs> he has <laughs> AIDS. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that one was yeah. my toughest. Then I guess we can go to let's go to New England, Tennessee. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't love four and a half. I think. I would yeah. I would love New England at three or lower here, but again, I can't pick against Belichick. So t- tell me why I should I should be happy and comfortable with New England because Belichick loves to lose against guys that either played for him or coached for him in the past. Mm. Yeah, Bones on the other side of this one. If yeah, Belichick's going to lose a game, he wants it to be to someone that was his protege, yeah, yeah, or his disciple. Yes, I I honestly get. Um, the focusing on New England is going to win, but I actually have been focusing on maybe Tennessee is overrated all of a sudden. What? Um, no, they're very good. Well, if you look at who they've beaten over the past few weeks, they've really only beaten one team of quality, which was Kansas City. They beat Houston without their starters. They beat Jacksonville, Oakland, and Carolina. Uh, and they're kind of just like really piled up on cupcakes. So- and they have just this insane efficiency going. So I have a that question. It's insustainable. Yeah. I have a question. Not to interrupt you. Well, actually to interrupt you. Uh, <laughs> name, what are the good wins the the Patriots have? Like actual good teams they beat. Um, well, the Dolphins are a great team. <laughs> over the past few weeks. The team that they just lost um, to? Yeah, losing but, the bye, that's I mean, rough. I'm I'm not sitting here saying we should be putting money on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying Tennessee is a little overrated. New England is at home in the playoffs in January. They still have Belichick. They've still got a great defense and they've still put themselves in a position to win this game and move to the next round. And at at that point, I won't be a a Patriots homer anymore. But for this one, I just have to believe that they beat Tennessee at home in a divisional round. I just, uh, I heard a lot of, I I heard you say a lot of things about the Patriots, except for one Important thing. You never said they still have Brady. Uh, they, I mean, it's true they still have him. That wouldn't be one of my arguments yes. for why you should be taking them. Correct. I yeah. think I think we paper cut him to death. Burkhead, White, 
Edelman sucks it up for a game, although I don't see him staying healthy for the whole playoffs. Steroid, a couple huh? of trick plays, good defense. So the over-under is at 44, just as a side note, and I think this mm-hmm. is the easiest pick of the week to take the under on that. I could definitely see that, and uh, the only one I like more, actually, is I like the over in Buffalo-Houston. Oh, and I, like I think that's there. at like 43. Why not make that the tiebreaker for the week of No, we don't, we don't need a tiebreaker. No, you just, because you literally are t- going to tie no matter what. So? So you tied this week right now. That doesn't yeah, mean we won't a, pick different things next week. Exactly. When I pick New England in Kansas City, that's going to make everything divergent. I'm not even going to listen to what you're saying because I, I don't want to be voodoo mind tricked into picking. <laughs> All right. So game three, let's go to that Buffalo Houston Buffalo plus yeah. two and a half at Houston. We both like Buffalo. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think, I think the Buffalo defense is just going to get at that shitty offensive line. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe in Josh Allen, unlike most Americans. Um, mm-hmm. I think he can make it happen with his legs. I think Frank Gore has got a little left the tank. I think Singletary's clicking. I think John Brown's yep. going to pop one off. You're just naming the players on their team. Uh, I love Dawson <laughs> Knox. What you're doing. But mostly I like the defense. So tell me why I'm right. Yeah. You are right, Chris, because the defense is good. If you look at this game, Buffalo clearly has the better defense. It's not particularly close. And then Houston has probably the better offense on paper, but Will Fuller's health's up in the air. They're inconsistent. And I think exactly what you said about Josh Allen is spot on. I don't think people are sitting at home saying Josh Allen's going to throw for 350 and four touchdowns. But I think what he does do is he makes plays. He picks up first downs with his legs. He's better at limiting his mistakes than he used to be. And this reeks a little bit to me of when Buffalo went in and beat Dallas on Thanksgiving. It's a game where they're being discredited even though they've had a great offense and a stellar defense. Maybe Dallas is not like a, a victory. Dallas sucks, dude. Well, they, a, yeah, they, he, I, they were big dogs, I think is what he's getting at. They yeah, were. Dallas, yeah. yeah, but they were big dogs. They maybe, they, but, of course, shouldn't have been because Dallas sucks. But Houston yeah. kind of sucks, too. Like, Houston's had some great wins, but they've had some horrible losses. You know they have a negative point differential this season? It well, doesn't matter now. I don't look into All stats, meaningless. That's, a, that's a stat I like. All meaningless. And Buffalo's plus 55. So, I mean. One game you know, at a time now, Stu. It doesn't matter. One inch I mean, these, at a time. I'm, I'm pretty sure these two teams won the same number of games, didn't they? Weren't they both 10 and 6? Probably. One team did get to feast off the NSC least. So. Yes, and it wasn't Houston. <laughs> Yeah, that team literally did destroy the NFC. The Dolphins and the Patriots are two two great teams. Yeah, I mean, I guess it helps that Buffalo got to play uh, the Jets twice, uh, the Dolphins twice, the Giants, Redskins, Eagles, and Cowboys. I would say that's a pretty good... And they played the Bengals, I believe, as well. Bungholes. (laughs) So, I'm I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I love Buffalo. I'm just saying they, they walked into this season very nicely, and next year is going to be a slap in the face when they have to play good teams. Well, I agree. And all I'm thinking is, hey, you know, Buffalo beats Houston. Oh, man, Buffalo goes in and beats Baltimore. Then Buffalo's traveling to England for an AFC championship. Because it's, we hard. Beat them and it's hard for Buffalo to beat Bowl. the same team twice. Or for, for the Ravens to beat the same team twice. Haven't the Patriots never made the Super Bowl when they didn't have a bye? They've never had to play. Is it that they've never made it or they've never won it? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know the answer I don't to know. that one. Oh, it's probably made. That sounds right. All right. Well, um, we have the fourth game then on the slate. 
which yeah. is Seattle minus two at Philadelphia. Seattle's banged up. We both took Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have any. So Philly's not banged up. I, oh, I like, have no. They, they're like the most hurt offense in football. I completely agree. I have no reasoning for why I did this. I just said, mm-hmm. well, it's Philly in the playoffs. So uh, I don't have any analysis on this. I just went with my gut. I'm going to go s- Seattle. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the smart I mean, pick, I, I think. This is for sure the scariest game to pick, but it, from my eyes, Philly, and this is Worms will be up tomorrow with a full breakdown, but Worms puts this game, at Philly should be a three-point favorite. They're at home. I know they're banged up, but so Seattle, so I kind of throw that out of the window a little bit. I think Seattle maybe has a deficiency in um, – they kind of only have one way they can win. I don't see Seattle being super flexible in their playing style, where I think Philly, all these injuries, a benefit they have is they're a little more adaptable. They're a little more uh, able to line up against the weaknesses of the other team. So I totally agree with you. It's not a super strong feeling, but I do feel like Philly deserves to be favored at home. I guess, I mean, Seattle likes to run the ball and then do a lot of improv, and Philly, they're... I mean, they're bad at past past defense, but who's Philly beaten like the last four weeks to get to this point? Uh, they beat Dallas uh, and the Giants mm-hmm. twice, I believe. That's Dallas and Dallas. But I mean, Dallas stings. That's okay. Philly, yeah. Philly shouldn't have won any of those games. They somehow found a way to win those games with basically Miles Sanders and Carson Wentz. Uh, okay, against bad teams. So you think Seattle's going to lose? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that we picked the right thing. <laughs> I, I picked with my heart, not my head on this one. Mm. Well, and I, I do think Philly has, you can look at it two ways, like Philly underachieved through what they were meant to do from start of the season or like halfway through the season, what they look like they've overachieved since then. And I tend to think more in the secondary camp where if you watch the beginning of their season, you wrote them off and yet they still were able to get to this spot. They have a defense that's been performing better I know they've had lower competition, but you can only perform against who you have. And Seattle's offense, I mean, if I was a Seahawks fan, I would be concerned. It's basically just let Russell Wilson run around and throw it. They don't have any sort of structure in place there. So, And I guess if Marshall Lynch take, is on the field, they're running it. Like, there's no other – they're not yeah, going to do anything else. Exactly. Exactly. And so I'm, I'm kind of taking an organization that I trust over an organization I don't. Which one do you Which, trust? The I trust Philadelphia. I think, what? Yeah. What? They once, well let me well. tell you about this organization. They once were Please. so bad that they lost. They almost lost two straight years of football games, like didn't win a game. And nobody was going to the games. And the Pittsburgh owner, one of the Roonies, convinced the Philly owner to sell him the team. So Pittsburgh at one time owned both Philadelphia and Pittsburgh because Philly was so bad. And they, Pittsburgh turned the team around. Yeah, but Jeffrey Lurie, Jeffrey Lurie has a hot Asian wife. Uh, okay. That mm. goes into the spread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that town, more, more, tr- they're trustworthy. Yeah. They hadn't won a Super Bowl until like three years ago. So, what, like, ever. Yeah. But it, in the building of their roster, they have pretty good depth. They have they a would... smart organization that's analytically driven, whereas Seattle has literally been living in the Stone Age, refusing to change. I don't know if you remember last year when they played Dallas in the playoffs. They basically refused to run play action, even though Dallas was super susceptible to play action. They just, Pete Carroll is a great motivator and a great coach, but it does feel like he needs to adapt or die. And, I mean, he, you know, Seattle could Super Bowl, so Seattle, I mean, he can. Yeah, of course, and so did Philly. And Seattle has won the most one score games in the league this year. 
And one score games are by far the thing that comes back to regression most of the time. So next year I would expect a down year for Seattle and why not get that started in round one of the playoffs. And we'll take the two points as a result. Exactly. Yes. And this competition is off to a very friendly start. I kind of like this where we're on the same side, Chris. I can't wait till it's we, not a competition then. <laughs> it's, well, that, we, we still have, we still have a full next round of games. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares. It's like, all right, so whatever happens, happens. Well, this week, we're That's why do an over-under bend at the end. This, well, we're, we're both going to have the same amount of points after this round, but there's still three more rounds. I get yeah. to award the points, yeah. though. Oh, they're one point each. <laughs> I, literally, I literally read the rules that we all agreed to I'm not, I'm last picking week. Based on, <laughs> I'm, I'm picking it based yeah. on contestant, not on wins and losses. If we, if we have... <laughs> it's uh, like, whose line is it anyway? If we have the exact <laughs> same picks throughout, which I highly doubt because I'm sure I'll make some stupid picks, no. then we could have some mm-hmm. shady Super Bowl tiebreaker. Yes. I agree with that. Like we coin, like coin type, toss, type yeah. I guess, we'll, <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll see who gets the most points after this week. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope it's four. Yeah, I we'll so see. you're sounding you're sounding extra handsome today. Should I just say? Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. All right, yeah. Stu. All right. Well, good luck, and we'll we'll touch base next week, and uh, we'll touch tips next week. Thanks for later. joining us. <laughs> this was Thank- the sponsored segment of the week. The guest picker. OwlFootballEats.com. OwlEatsFootball.com. Home Owl of football the worm. OwlFootballEats. Owl Still the elephant. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Happy 2020. You too. I still have diarrhea. <sighs> I hate that you both picked the same. I don't know why I didn't see it before. And said yeah, you, you're picks. literally at the picks. You should, you should have just been like, yo, pick one game different. And I would have done uh, it just to do it. <laughs> I didn't feel very strongly about, um, I guess, really just the New Orleans game I could have went the other way on, probably. Maybe even the Seattle game. Maybe even the Top Seattle two. game. Seattle game, definitely. Do it like Philly, literally everybody's hurt. The Miles Sanders, is who's running for them? Jordan Howard, he hasn't played since no, like Miles Sanders. Oh, he's back? He played last week. No, he didn't. He got hurt. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Boston Scott. Boston Scott. That's yep. right. That's who yep. came in, and he dominated the Giants. But, you know. Yeah. Well, Dallas Godare, the tight end. Come on, man. Philly's going to lose next round. Just let him have one win. Buffalo, Houston, under. Party, we will party hard.